Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for every moment that led to this day. Thank you for the hard times. They made me appreciate the good times. Thank you for the lessons. They were needed for my development. Thank you for my eyes that get to witness the miracles of today and tomorrow. Thank you for everything I take for granted. Thank you for all of my blessings. Thank you for my drive. Thank you for my spirit. Thank you for my strength. Thank you for giving me the courage to fight through the hard times. Thank you for the people in my life, those I love and those I learn from. Thank you for it all. Thank you. Thank you. It's the key that opens the door to instant happiness, unlocks the door to everything we are really seeking in life, happiness and contentment. Think about it. No matter what you say you want, money, riches, health, to help others, why do you really want it? When you drill deep down, the only reason anyone wants anything is the feeling we believe we will get from having it. That all boils down to happiness and contentment. And the truth is, we can have it now if we are grateful. And if you get quiet, get away from the noise of the world, and think for a moment about what you could be grateful for, I'm sure you could find plenty. Be grateful there's food on the table, air in your lungs, life in your body. Get grateful that you have opportunity Opportunity to take your life to a whole nother level. To decide right now that you are going to live your dreams and never settle until you do. Get grateful for the mental strength you've been given to survive the hard times. Get grateful for your limbs if you have them. Many are not so blessed. Your eyesight if you have it. Many are not so blessed. Your hearing if you have it. Many are not so blessed. The health you do have. Many are in worse positions. Get grateful for that one person that has had an impact in your life, or many people if you are so blessed. Then get grateful you can choose to be that person for someone else, that one that makes a difference in someone else's life, no matter how small. Get grateful you get to experience this magical universe. Today, look for miracles. I guarantee if you are looking, you will see them. There are unlimited things to be grateful for. Open your eyes. Unlock your amazing life. It's ready for you right now. Thank you for this day. Whatever it brings, whether a challenge I need to grow, a lineup to teach me patience, an unexpected blessing, every moment of joy, whatever today brings, thank you. Whatever it brings, I pray I have enough presence in each moment to know that no circumstance is my life. No high or low, no event, no thing is my life. Life is energy. 
and I know I'm so much more than my physical body. Thank you for my ability to love, to give to others my authentic love and kindness without expecting anything in return. Thank you for my strength. Thank you for my presence. Thank you for my ability to attract only the things and people that are in harmony with what I need in my life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this day, whatever it brings. Two. Mm -hmm. 
how you doing? All flavours, Famalam. of the Isley Brothers. the summer breeze and I can't say that it was much of a summer's day today I am natural I am Wimbo 77 and I am KJB hey KJB how you doing I'm fine how are you this fine beautiful Tuesday evening how am I I'm in a lot of pain actually I'm not even going to <laughs> it's 100% honest I put my back out yesterday in the gym so feeling the pinch, feeling the pinch, but hey, um, life goes on, right? It definitely does. It definitely does. It does go on. And we are here. Yes, um, KJB. Yeah, it does go on, doesn't it? Yes, definitely. I was, I was work today, but I came home incidentally because I, I felt a bit chilly. Right. Because I obviously I went and took with shorts. So I decided oh. to kind of come home and switch up. Because mm. uh, there was a little bit of a chill in there, but it has improved. It, it's kind of a weird. It was a weird day. One minute it was, it was <clears throat> really warm, yeah, and then suddenly a bit of a little bit of a cold breeze. So but it was then, a bit like a yeah, summer breeze, right? So it was definitely yes, Isley, <laughs> Isley summer breeze, and then it kind of got a bit chilly, and now it's warmed up again. Okay. So it's been a it's been a good day, but uh, the work the temperature's not been consistent. That's bit up and down, yeah, and that's what and that's kind of what's expected in this UK climate. That's what's expected in the UK, and um, it happens, doesn't it? It does happen. Well, you know, this country is famous for its weather, isn't it? Really, it really, really is. So, can you let us know then <clears throat> what is our what are our questions for uh, this week? What well, the first question? audience question. Is is it right that parents can be issued fines or even imprisonment for making errors when informing their children's school? Right. So um, can, that's like clerical errors. Um, we're going to go into it a bit more because laws and statutes, we, we were going to speak about it last week, remember, but that's right. because it's so in-depth, yeah. we thought that we'd leave it for this week and um, go into this because it's quite important and... Yeah, we need to know our rights as parents if we're sending our children to school and seeing really what what our rights are as parents and what the government are and local authorities as well as the Department of Education are going to be bringing in. So we're going to be looking at that a little bit later, as well as obviously in our new section, um, what would you do? What would you do if you woke up in the morning and found out you were six years old again? 
what would you do in that situation? Wow. Uh, that's, a, that, that's a great question. You know what? When you get older, you don't think about how you were when you were younger. Because mm. you've you, you, you got so many other things going on as you get older. So many different issues yeah. that age brings. Um, so when you look back when you were six, do I remember myself at six? That's another question. Mm. Yeah, and we've had a great response on this question on, on Facebook regarding this. If you look, when you look back and you were six, and so forth, we don't have a scenario this week, but a really, really great national day because we've gone back into our national day. We know today is June the twenty eighth, twenty twenty two, and we know on June the twenty eighth each year, National Insurance Awareness Day encourages us to review our insurance policies. So do we have insurance policies? That's the first question that we've got to ask ourselves. Well, I've 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 just because I'm I'm a member of Unison. Mm-hmm. I've got a policy. Okay. You I don't need to tell everyone like what your policies are. You could just I'm say just saying I've got, got a policy. Yeah. I'm, just okay. got, I'm just saying I've got a policy. That's what I'm saying. I ain't going too deep into that uh, personally. But yeah. yeah, I have a policy. And obviously there are other policies that need to be put in place. Mm. So it's good to have a national day because it gets people to reflect. Excellent. I put yeah. things in place if they possibly haven't done so already done so already that's right so it's hashtag national insurance awareness day and i mean a lot of these are national days <coughs> sorry we do get them from the, the kind of statewide stateside but it still would apply to us when we think about it okay so national hashtag national insurance awareness day now insurance offers security covering loved ones and recovering losses in the event of damage illness death etc it offers protection, but over time, the value of our homes and the items of them may appreciate or change. What was once worth uh, 100000 now, like a decade ago, is now worth much more today. Be sure our policies are kept up to date. This is what it's trying to highlight to us, that we make sure that our policies are up to date and that they've not run, the dates haven't run out on them. Well, we know it's important because obviously this is taken from a, a different country. Mm. It has you have you quite rightly mentioned, but this, the principle still applies to us. Um, it's important that we do have things in place because you know tomorrow is not guaranteed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We, right. we're, in, we're in the moment. Tomorrow is never guaranteed for any of us. Yeah. So it's good to know that we do have things in place. So if anything. God forbid does happen. Not, not, not we're, we're not encouraged. We're not, we're not hoping nothing happens to any yeah. of our listeners, please. But at least things are in place. That's right. And that pressure is off. Absolutely. Especially for your loved ones. Yeah. And um, when we think about it, as it says, no matter where we live, replacing everything we own would be difficult if disaster did strike. And from the first time house to the 30-year mortgage our possessions property loved ones and even those who visit deserve the protection they that comes with homeowners or renters policies and um, obviously the observance offers an opportunity to learn more about the types of policies available to here are some of us to consider some things we're going to consider when it comes down to insurance okay so first of it highlights to get free quote, and this is a great way for renters or anyone considering a new policy um, to compare. So what kind of um, shops can we go to for quotes? Well, it's uh, um, there's one, um, oh gosh, 
Uh, you know, online you can do quick. Compare the market. Yeah, comparethemarket.com mm-hmm. is a good one. Yeah. But it's, it's good to shop around because cause some, obviously with some, some of the policies we're talking about, you don't necessarily get a payout. Yeah. Some of the insurances is just for long-term uh, benefits for your loved ones. Like it says, if disaster strikes, yeah, then yeah, you're covered. You're covered also. So there's different types of policies. So it's good to get comparisons for all the policies that you might be considering mm. um, uh, putting in place. Yep, excellent. It says, so it says evaluate as well because our circumstances change as well, don't they? So uh, where it said we might have start, had our first apartment, we didn't have much. And we, us as humans, we tend to accumulate things, that, don't we, over time. Mm, mm. So what is the value of maybe things that we have within the home? That's true. It's true because obviously we work very hard. Yeah. Our listeners work or everybody Mm. Um, works hard for what they have within yeah. their property, within their homes. Mm. So it's 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 good to just be aware that you know, like as you said, disaster construct things can change. Yeah, but if you're covered regarding what you have, then the impact is less. Do you know what I mean there's still stuff that might you might be affected? You you will be affected, mm. but at least you you've got a, a cushion. Of of having something that that can replace yeah what you might have lost you know I know some things are sentimental in that sense but at least then you're not there is something in place for you and it's not too much of an impact although it's still an impact but it, you're, you things can be replaced for you yeah with but the right policy excellent obviously. so that would be contents insurance or yeah, something yeah, like that isn't yeah, it yeah, yeah. whereas say what's the next thing. What's what's something else that we we insure our cars, yeah, don't we? Yeah, but then, yeah. then we'd we'd get reminders about that, don't we? Yeah. When it comes to like insuring our cars and stuff like that. Yeah, we talk um, ourselves. Ourselves, yeah. Life yeah. policies. Life insurance, yeah. Yeah, life policies, yeah. Are you insured? Do you have? I'm I'm sure um, that if you own a property, that you must have life insurance. Is that correct? I. That's a good question. I have. I'm not quite sure. We might have to Google that and just to clarify. Mm. Because, and, um, and, or maybe one of the listeners can highlight that for us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure uh, if you have a mortgage that you have life insurance, but still having something in place, things such as, um, I know um, Niambi, she works, she's a funeral director mm-hmm. and having those kinds of insurances in case of, um, death yeah you know, and, and i know uh, i know a lot of us don't like thinking about those kind mm. of things because we're in a, we're in the moment yeah. we feel healthy we feel strong uh we feel virile do you know what I mean so yeah. so we might not be necessarily thinking about that now mm. but definitely it's something to can it's something to really seriously think about and and it's good i think it's good to do it while you're healthy while you are strong while you are fit enough yeah. To maybe think about these things because as you get older, you know, just like you said, how, how things depreciate, things increase, and the same with us physically. You know, as we get older, we are physically physically we can depreciate. We do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, it's, it's, it's back to my back yeah, that yeah, now. Yeah, so, so it's good. It's good. It's good to think about having things in place. It yeah. really is, and it's quite funny because we recently acquired a cat john john yes we acquired a cat and um even having things such as pet insurance just in case you know because it 
adds to veterinary bills, they can be quite costly. So paying a certain amount each month um, towards your pet will help if they, you have to take them to the vet. It's like having another child, really, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not comparing a cat to a child, don't get me wrong. But it is. It's, it's, it's another thing to look after, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And therefore, looking after it means you have to have things in place that if it gets ill, if you need, if it needs treatments, if it needs mm. vaccinations, all these things have to be paid for. Exactly. So that's where the insurance will come in. It will, it, will, it gives you that buffer, gives so, you that cover. So remember, we're talking about it's hashtag National Insurance Awareness Day. And we had a big flood. We, in fact, we had two floods during the pandemic. Two floods because what happened was they came and fit kitchens and bathrooms at the same time. The way that they were fitted, over time the pipes wear away and bang, both uh, literally within months of each other, the place got flooded out. Okay, so in those cases you need, do we um, have that kind of stuff? Um, insurance that will cover damage caused from these kinds of things. So, uh, you know, are there big changes ahead that will influence the amount of insurance that we'll need as well? These are the kind of things that we need to think about. And it's really good that obviously they have a, a National Awareness Day in order to help us to reevaluate or evaluate whether we want or need these things and put them in place. And if we already have these things to make sure that they're all up to date. What would you say, um, DJ KJB? I think you've covered it. You've, co you've covered it all, really. It's, we've, it's, it's, I think it comes down to just considering what's important. Mm. And if you think certain aspects of your life, whether it's your home, whether it's yourself, uh, whether it's, wherever it is, you feel that's important, I would, just, I would encourage to get insurance. Mm, that's right and, and 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 make sure that the, the the important parts of your life are 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 covered if anything were to happen that's right because while insurance it doesn't cover everything does it but mm -hmm. it does raise the cost burden should um should the should a disaster strike and other policies to review include obviously automobile uh automobile or car insurance life insurance policies, annual enrolments for health insurance. That's one thing that we didn't mention was health insurance. Yeah, but see, it's slightly different because we have, um, we do have the NHS, but you can still pay into private health, in mm. health uh, insurance if you want to in this country. Yeah. But the good thing is we do have the National Health Service. Unfortunately, with the National Health Service, there are some, some operations that if you were to have them, you may... They would incur a cost. Yeah, they may incur a cost depending mm. on the operation. Or you might, because you have a policy um, that's like with private insurance, you might want to do it on that as well. So it gives you the option. Mm. It gives you the option. Like it says, it to use flexible accounts, savings account funds before you lose them. So I don't know what that's all about. Because um, I know when it comes to some life insurance, you can take out from it. So it's not necessarily, it can work in your benefit. It shouldn't just sit there till you pass away. But there are things that you can take equity out of it. But that's, that's why it's good to to make sure you you shop around. Mm, yeah. So you can look for insurances that, if that's what you want to do, if if you've got a list of things that you want from an insurance company or an A insurance 
you you can match up what you need mm. to the insurance that you're going to take out. That's right. That's right. So how can you observe National Insurance Awareness Day? Take time to review your coverage. Be sure you're not under or overinsured and also have a list of valuable tips you can review to help you make this the decision. Um, use hashtag National Insurance Awareness Day to share on social media. So the history of National Insurance Awareness Day, it's National Day calendar is that re- they're researching the origins of this security holiday. And while they do check out um, these things, there are other things that we can be prepared for, such as internet, um, universal health coverage, home office safety and security week, home warranty day and national preparedness month. All right. So there are other things that we can um, uh, be prepared for. And remember, you can get a national day into your inbox every day if you want to, because there is one being celebrated on a daily and it's just good to be aware of these things, really. So, yeah, just thinking about it and seeing if we want to put these things in place. And and good, it's good. It's good to know um, for myself, and I'm sure for the listeners, that being prepared is 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 not a bad thing. Exactly, it won't be a bad thing, is it? Really, if you consider these things, even though some of them might not apply, but. It's good. It's good to take time out to consider what what you you yourself need as an individual, but also the people who live under your roof as well. Yes, yeah. What they need exactly. So, hashtag National Insurance Awareness Day. We'll see y'all in five. This is the station with all your music in one place. I'm with both seven seven. And I'm naturally Lily. Join us for the Let's Talk Drive Time Show every Tuesday evening between 6 and 8 pm. We can discuss fun facts, the word of the day, and current events. Join in the conversation. See you in the chat room. Dominution Promotions and All Flavors Radio proudly present We Ready to Party Again Boat Style. Come and party on board the permanently moored Teresa Joanne, King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Way, E16 QNJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown-up raving. Your entertainers will be Mosty, DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavours radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavours, DJ Laro and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, Afrobeat, soul and much, much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your 20 pounds tickets now from eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk we ready to party again are you join the pink frilly tutus join the walkers the joggers the runners join the people remembering friends family loved ones join the kids the mothers the grannies join those who are living with cancer join those who have beaten it join the most fantastic day join the five and ten k events making a difference in the fight to beat cancer Join the girls this summer at Tesco and Cancer Research UK's Race for Life. Join now. Find an event near you at raceforlife.org. Hi, I'm Eric, 30, looking for a girlfriend. I've got a good job, keep fit, have a mental health problem. Laid back, but... I know, you lost interest after I said mental health problem. You're not alone. When I put this dating ad online, I received 81% less interest than the exact same ad two weeks before. The only difference? Back then, I didn't mention my mental health problem. 
It's the assumptions you make about people with mental health problems that hurt the most. To see Eric's story, search online for Time to Change. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. On Flavors Radio. Shout out to John Newman. Thanks for reminding me about the questions. Shout out to Bella Ara. Debbie X. And how are you doing, Mark Philogene? Guest 505. Guest 570 from Fort Lauderdale. Guest 573 from London. Guest 713 from Dusseldorf. And guest 886 from Maidenhead. Sounds of fish go deep. And the calls. Giving a big shout out to John John, Ray Chanel. And a little Asani. Shout out all the DJs here on All Flavors. 
you all bring it every single time. We had some serious shows on Sunday. Give me a big whoop whoop. of Ile Weeks, who will be performing this week, down the loop, in Tottenham Howe. You're an artist we're bringing over from the States, and you might leave my side. I'm sure he will be coming in and doing an interview next week. Bound to come, and bring what no man wants. No one wants her. This song is produced by John Ash, John Baptiste. Or should we say Astro Boy? Black Lotus. You want to gallivant and lose all your thoughts tonight. You want to gallivant and lose all your thoughts tonight. When your smoke is out. sounds there of Ile Weeks and Dance Like Fire. Like I say, he will be playing down at The Loop in Tottenham Howe this Saturday. Um, he's coming over from Boston. He's an artist that we're bringing over to the UK and great performer. He'll be in Birmingham as well as going to Italy as well. 
um, to do some performance. So if you can, I don't know if there's tickets with this one. I'm not too sure. I think it's free entry. Is it free entry there? Yeah, Let me just check yeah. and see. Um, I'm going to, well, I'll check and see afterwards, mm. but and I'll give you the information. Not forgetting as well, beautiful people, that we do have our boat party coming up very soon now. It's a matter of weeks. And are you ready to party? Are you ready to come along and have a good time with the All Flavours crew? I will put a link in the chat box so that you can, if you haven't bought your tickets yet, you can go along and grab some on Eventbrite. So I've put the link into the chat box there for you to be able to grab your tickets. Good evening, Norbert from Castries. How are you? Hope you've had a fantastic day. So DJ KJB, when it comes to our history... Um, this month, Muhammad Ali, I mean, he, it was on the 28th of July that he refused to be inducted into the US Army. And I was thinking... Uh, June or July? Sorry. It was in April that he... Uh, April, he, he sorry, was sorry, about, okay, This I'll month just... of June, he was actually convicted and sent to prison okay. in the month of June. Um, but I was thinking, I looked it up this week because I thought, can young people be drafted into the army, you know, with all this Ukrainian thing. Mm, and there's mm. a lot of unrest going on in the world today. There's yeah. a lot of unrest. We were just looking at the thing in Morocco, weren't we? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Are we going to, we touching on that or are we we're just... Not just okay. We're not just kind of touching, but touching, yeah. okay. the fact that, the fact that there's, with all the unrest, we may think, oh, our young men can be drafted to go be sent to fight for the UK, for I, the, the army, I, but... I know there are some countries that are still, people are still being, you still get like, I think. Drafted. I think it's Eritrea one. Greece is another. Greece, Eritrea. Yeah. I know South South Korea. Okay. I know in South Korea, they get drafted. Mm. So yeah, there are some countries that still have that. You get to a certain age and you have to do a minimum time in the army military or whatever you're in the military service. Yeah. Before you're, re before, you know, you're released back into uh the civil population mm. but yeah it still it still happens it still happens but yeah. just to put our youngsters at rest in this in this country they have not done that since like the world wars that we had previously mm, mm. and that's it's been kind of abolished so if you're you go into train then it's your choice and they don't make that choice for you no but you still have to if, if in this country i know they've abolished that but in in a sense if you do join uh, the armed forces, you've mm. got to join for a period of time. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's still statutory. You can't go in for a couple of months and then leave. But well, you can, you join, but, that's if you, but if you join, you, you normally join for a couple of years mm. and then you can either renew it or you can come out. But yeah. yeah, there is there is still that, that standard in this country, mm. but it's not forced. It's not forced. But I mean, in June... Um, Muhammad Ali was convicted of draft evasion and sentenced to five years in prison and fined $10,000 and banned from boxing for three years. And that's because he was he refused to go and join the US Army. Which is understandable because yeah. he basically said, well, these people have done nothing to me. Mm. I don't know them. They don't know me. Why should I go to another country and kill people that have never affected me in any way or done anything to me? It's yeah. not my war. Yeah, that's what he's saying. That's exactly what he's saying. It's not my war. And they stripped him, obviously, of his, his heavyweight title, which he obviously, he, I keep saying this word, obviously, which he fought and he won. 
but he was stripped of that just because of that. But then he became a Muslim as well at the same time. And you're right. Why? Why? When we look at all the devastation, when we see, when we're going touching on that Morocco um, situation, Ken, and what they're doing to these people, it's all in line again with this um, whole immigration thing. But the way that man is dominating man to his own injury. Yeah, unfortunately, I it's 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 there's not a lot as individual visuals, all we can do is look at these videos and and really be shocked by them mm. because no person yeah no matter what their color should be treated in such an inhumane way. way. Yeah. And for yeah. no particular reason but because they're they're coming from a country that they feel they're not safe in so they feel they need to get out and try and better their life mm. and this uh, is the effects of war isn't it? it it's the effects of war it's the effects of the global economy it's, mm. it's, no, it's the effect of their government's inability to look after their own people and therefore they're leaving them in poverty there are a number of reasons why people leave their country to try and seek a better future and to seek a better future doesn't mean they're coming to sponge off the country mm. they just they just want an opportunity to have a good life and, and if they're given the opportunity maybe they'll be productive and they'll pay back into the economy that's taking them in yeah but that's not what they just looked as a vermin they looked as people who are just coming in and just a sponge or they're coming in and they're not welcomed and that's how they're treated basically rounded up and beaten and left for dead. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and and it's European countries that are doing it, Morocco and Spain. Well, Morocco, I think, is, um, is an African country, but a lot of them, I think they're fleeing from there. But obviously on the borders, that's right. what they're, you know, they're sorry, doing. It. Yeah, and the reason... Yeah, Morocco is African country, sorry. I'll take that back. <laughs> Spain is yeah. Spain and Morocco. Those are the two countries, from what I understand... The source tells me that these are the countries that have perpetrated mm. this crime. And all because, like you said, it's just the circumstances that a lot of these people find them in. There's a lot of wars going on worldwide. A lot of war going on worldwide. And I don't know why I used Muhammad Ali as someone that stood up and said no. Because these people are... are yeah. These, these are the people that are trying to leave because they don't want to lose their life over over a circumstances that they haven't generated. Yeah. It's been generated by their governments, by military leaders. It's not them. So why did, first of all, when we look at, let's look at um, the example of Muhammad Ali and the Vietnam War. Do you, do you not understand what the Vietnam War was all about? Well, no. Right, okay. <laughs> I just know that Americans... <coughs> so there's some issues with America, mm. Vietnam, Cuba, right? You know what I mean? There's always been that that kind of Cold War kind yeah. of um, issues. So I'm assuming that things were happening, and and America decided to go to war with Vietnam, maybe because Vietnam sided with Cuba or Russia mm. or whatever, and they all got involved. And America decided that they're just gonna go in and and. And create a war that yeah. really was not. The, was, was, that. The, was was there was no need for it. Yeah. And in the end, 
we know Hiroshima was the end of that war. Okay. Was it? Was it? No, I'm talking about World War Two. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting mixed Saigon. up. Saigon. No, Hiroshima. Um, was that World War Two? That's when they bombed Japan. I yeah, think that yeah, was World yeah. War Two, innit? Yeah. So I don't know how the Vietnam War was stopped, but mm. a lot of US soldiers lost their lives for okay. for a war that really shouldn't have been fought in the first place. So, and again, it's displacement of people. <clears throat> so when war comes, there's a displacement of people. So we, at the moment, uh, we'll check and see how many wars are raging in the uh, around the world at the moment. And people are displaced, not only poverty, war, as well as famine, mm. all these. And that, that, again, is a knock on effect of people fighting for territory. Yeah, but because the Vietnam War was more about politics, because mm. they were, America were afraid that um, it, the communist um, propaganda would spread. Okay. That's why they sent troops into Vietnam, to yeah. certain South Vietnam to try and bolster the government's fight uh, to keep democracy. Mm, but it was not their war, really, was but it? it wasn't their war, it. And, and that's how they, America got involved. So it was yeah. to do with stopping the spread of communism, which okay. America, obviously, like I said, Cuba, Russia, um, North Korea. They were all quite communist countries. Communist countries. And yes. so America decided to... To back South South Korea mm. with arms, money, and all that, and then obviously the war spread Asia, spread to the whole of Asia. So America decided to take to take sides and, and get involved. And that's the same here with the situation in Russia mm. with this country. I heard that they are on the radio. This was BBC Radio that they are making art, sending arms. Like why? Anyway, I'm not, we're not going to go into that, but it it does cause immigration and territorial problems and this is why we're seeing the backlash speaking on morocco speaking but it's interesting because we say that but when we think about i'm not we're not getting into politics Mm. but when we think about the move of people out of ukraine yeah um you know the human aspect of it and, and what happened to the ukrainians and how they were allowed to be repatriated. Mm. Um, you never saw them lying on the floor with with um, guns to their head. With guns to the head. You never saw them lying on the floor with handcuffs on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, face down. You never saw them being beaten. Mm. You you never saw them having to be taken to hospital because the the British British army decided to round them up. And do you know what I mean? Yeah. They they were they were treated humanely, okay. but yet the same issues are happening with other immig- immigrants who yeah. are trying to flee whatever situation let's, they're let's in. Not, let's not let's not beat back the bush here. African immigrants. Yeah, African immigrants, yeah. but yet they've been treated like like animals mm. and be and, and their lives are being looked at like it's not worth anything. And then it's being beaten, they're being killed, um, they're being faced down, they're being be treated inhumanely. And I don't understand the disparity. Why the disparity? And again, um, we didn't mention this last week. The plane that was stopped from going to Rwanda that only had seven people on it. Um, again, it's a territorial thing, costing the taxpayer millions of, of pounds. And that's why Muhammad Ali decided what he decided. Yeah. Because yeah. he knew war is always futile. Yeah. The only one who loses anything 
who gets uh, injured, who get who lose everything, who civilians, who get nothing, is the civilians. Mm. Yeah. So why should he go and fight and lose everything, even his life, for no reason? And that's why when he came back, he'd been to the Olympics thereafter. I think this was a lot, little while after he was released. Mm. He went to the Olympics, won gold mm. at the Olympics, and he threw that in, he threw it in the river. It didn't yeah. mean anything. Yeah, because he, he, he went back yeah. and he tried to get served yeah. in, in, a, in a restaurant and he had his gold medal... He said, don't you know who I am? Mama, I, just, I, fought, I fought for the USA. I fought for your country. Yeah. And they just told him. Well, he didn't not. fight for the country. No, what I'm saying boxing. I'm talking about boxing. Okay. In the sense he, he fought. different. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about he boxed for the USA yeah, under yeah. the USA banner. Do you it's know what I mean? It's terrible and he how was, they use you yeah. as when they want to as well, isn't And he was it? mixing with all all nationalities. Yeah. So to him, when he was there, he, he saw the unity. Yeah. So he thought, I'm fighting for USA. I'm under USA. When I won my gold medal, they were, they were, the flag was up and, mm -mm. He, and they had the national anthem. So I get back with all this adrenaline, all yeah. this, the verb, all this, it's yeah, Muhammad Ali. And then he goes into a restaurant and tells them they're not going to serve him because he's a black yeah. man. But yet they wanted him to fight the war. But he wanted to go to um, Vietnam. Because a, a lot of what a lot of, um, you may not know, listeners, is that there were black vet veterans in both wars, First and Second World War. We, I think we spoke on this before. And Vietnam as well. And Vietnam. Yet they're still down to this day, if, although they don't want um, segregation, it's still quite apparent in the United States of America. Well, like I said, it's inherent racism. Remember, when, when America was founded, it wasn't founded on on equality. Mm. When you think about America, it's not it was never founded on equality. Even even um their statute Bill of Rights is not for black people. It wasn't written for black people. Black people are not, not meant Part to be constitution. constitution. They're not meant to be arms. Yeah. So it was never built around integration it was built around segregation but they were ready to give them arms when it was the vietnam war yeah because at the end they they were they gave them the impression that they were fighting for their their country when mm, indeed it was all to do with something it's quite it, political but it was a political it was all to do with communism it was to do with politics it wasn't mm. to do with fight it was just, just because america got scared that it was going to turn into a communist world yeah and america didn't want that well beautiful people when we think about it at the end of the day uh so much is going on so there's so much smoke screens there's a lot that if we're not aware if we're not kept aware that it will just go over our heads and all we're worried all that people are worrying about is the cost and the price of living going up because that's all that i hear people speaking on in this this time when there's so much more underhanded things out in the world that's going on it's it's about and good then what what i'm noticing is underhanded to certain certain corners mm. certain populations yeah but we, we again we're at the forefront of being abused by well, that's all never, of these we, we, people we, it's well at the end of the day um like i said it, it shouldn't be like that but unfortunately mm. it's a very corrupt world we're living in yeah it's a very corrupt world as much as we like to think um there's good in everything yeah there is good in everything but the world 
is predominantly a corrupt place. And we're seeing the effects of mm. the corruption with people trying to move out, trying to better their lives. And then you see the corruption and the way they're treated. Mm. Just to try and get a better life, to move out. The sad thing, well, uh, not yeah. to cut you there, not mm. to cut you there. Mm. But it's, just it's, fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Go for it. Is that they're running like Africa is so such a rich country. However, we know that the Europeans have gone in there, they've carved it all up. See, and do they give the impression to these African brothers and sisters that there's nothing there for them? Well, when you think about it, I don't think it's that, because last week we touched on that um, African universities. Remember, yeah. we talked about African and the African universities not being allowed to get visas. So they, they're getting qualified and they're not being allowed to come across and use their skills and abilities mm. to better themselves and yeah. their families and, and, and to help their futures. So, unfortunately, Africa isn't just for Africa, no, Africans no more. No. And unfortunately, like I said, where there's power, there's corruption. Mm. So we've got these African leaders yeah. who are representing um, different African nations, but unfortunately, some of it is so corrupt. That so corrupt like you said again it's the civilians that and it's, are the it's, ones that yeah, suffer it's the people that some of them are not even getting paid a dollar a day yeah what are your thoughts out there listeners how no. do you feel about obviously we were speaking in line with Muhammad Ali um, can young men in Britain be drafted into the army well up until now well they say no but they they change so often that you, you don't you know you never know you never know you never know yeah you never know and with all of the fighting and the the dissension in the world it's having an effect and causing migration but that's something that's migration is something that's always happened that's people migrate yeah, all the time even without biblical, a problem even biblical times there yeah. was migration so that's that's always been there but my my bugbear is that the way that africans are being treated when they are trying to get themselves out and trying to get themselves into a better position Right, they, they're being they're putting themselves in a worse position. Because but is that because they're being told that where they're coming from, that it's not a good posi position to be in? Well, when you think about, like I said, some of them, there's natural resources in Africa. Yeah. We know natural min minerals, uh, natural wealth, diamonds, mm. gold. Do you know what I mean? There's so much, but yet they only get. How come they don't know? No, not they don't know. But you see, some of them people, they they they're trying to better themselves, and but they they're getting paid like fifty cents a dollar. But yeah, when they mine what they've mined and then it gets cleaned and polished. It gets taken away. It gets taken <laughs> away and it gets taken to another part of the world and being sold for thousands, thousands yeah. of dollars or pounds or whatever the currency is. But they're only getting the, the minimum, yeah. the minimum. It's quite funny because I remember Anthony Arimorum saying that, that they go in, say you're going to Africa, they'll pick all the cashew nuts, take them away bag them up and go back and sell it to the same people or the that, same that, place where it's coming from. Where it's coming from. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, and they just don't realise it because, again, it's, it, we know that in Africa you've got to pay for your education. I mean. They keep them in that poverty, in that poverty mindset, mindset that they really don't know what they have. And that's the sad so, situation. So you can understand why, why Africans try to flee Mm. And get out, yeah. Because if you're being kept in a kept in a cage, once that cage door is open, you're gonna you're gonna try and 
it's, risk. It's, is it a cage? This is what I'm trying to say. It is a cage. Fallacy. I'm talking about mental cage. Yeah, it's the fallacy that's mental being cage. fed to them. And is it for maybe us here to that that w- would be people that went over there? Ghanaians. It's like Putin said that Ghana or Africa is just a graveyard. He said that because maybe they don't realize what they have. Yeah, but yeah. it's not that they realize what they don't have. It's just that it's so corrupt in yeah. certain areas, you know. So they tried them. They tried to better themselves by coming out of that mm. and maybe coming back coming to Europe or wherever they're going to try to better themselves. But also they might be thinking about giving back as well, mm. not just taking, but also to try and bring some structure, trying to bring some some clarity back to their country. And some of them have, some of them mean? have, but it's got to work. Same with us in our communities here, um, wherever we live around the world, it's about building up the community, but it's constantly being torn down all the time so uh, how how are things going to change we'll, uh, we'll see y'all in five this is the station with all your music in one place I'm with and i'm naturally lily join us for the let's talk drive time show every tuesday evening between 6 and 8 p.m we can discuss fun facts the word of the day and current events join in the conversation See you in the chat room. Domination Promotions and All Flavours Radio proudly present We Ready to Party Again Boat Style. Come and party on board the permanently moored Teresa Joanne, King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Way, E16 QNJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown-up raving. Your entertainers will be Mosty, DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavours radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavours, DJ Laro and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, Afrobeat, soul and much, much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your 20 pounds tickets now from Eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk We ready to party again Are you? Join the pink frilly tutus Join the walkers, the joggers the runners, join the people remembering friends, family, loved ones Join the kids, the mothers, the grannies Join those who are living with cancer, join those who have beaten it Join the most fantastic day Join the 5 and 10k events making a difference in the fight to beat cancer Join the girls this summer at Tesco and Cancer Research UK's Race for Life. Join now. Find an event near you at raceforlife.org. Hi, I'm Eric, 30, looking for a girlfriend. I've got a good job, keep fit, have a mental health problem. Laid back, but... I know, you lost interest after I said mental health problem. You're not alone. When I put this dating ad online, I received 81% less interest than the exact same ad two weeks before. The only difference? Back then, I didn't mention my mental health problem. It's the assumptions you make about people with mental health problems that hurt the most. To see Eric's story, search online for time to change. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. All Flavors Radio. Never gonna let you go I hope you feel the 
Doing for Chapman Crew, Tuning Crew, Worldwide Crew, and all you silent listeners out there. Sounds of Rolls Royce. Ooh boy. Shout out to John J.E. You catch John J.E. on a Sunday morning. As well as... George Flavors. Yet George Flavors on a Saturday. And a Sunday. DJ Laro, you can catch Laro tonight from 8 till 10, as well as AT Francis from 10 till 12. Shout out to Chrissy Dubs, DJ Ninja Man Lloyd, DJ Caddy, and Ara. You can catch Ara on a Saturday afternoon. From one till two.
Folk catch Billy Ray Valentine on the Sunday evening. And not forgetting our great DJ Nigel on a Saturday and Sunday from 8 till 10. A big shout out to DJ Slim. And not forgetting you can catch DJ Charlie Muir and Donna, the therapist, on a Wednesday evening. Chat room, George Flavors, Bella Ara from Munich, DJ Nigel from Radio Land, Joy McKay from London, Norbert from Castries. Also, shout out John Newman. Guest 267, guest 488,
out to George Benson there with Love Ballad. What a beautiful song. And that's right, Joy McKay. Thumbs up and lots of hearts out there. So, DJ KGB, can you let us know what our questions were again for today? Okay. Is it right that parents get can be issued with fines or even imprisonment for making errors when informing if they don't inform their child's school. Yeah, yep. clinical errors and oh, so forth. Yeah. It's, it's, we're going to go a bit more into it right now. <clears throat> and what, was our, what would you do question? So what would you do if you woke up in the morning and found out you were back to the age of a six-year-old? How would you feel? What would you do? Yes, what would you do? It sounds a bit like a bit of a, a mad question, doesn't it? But we're also going to go into that one as well so I'm not too sure if you're aware uh, but the actually DJ KGB there's one thing we're forgetting a word of the day aren't we we've got to go into the word of the set of the day oh the word of the day today is <laughs> fulsome 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 so what does it mean fulsome it means fulsome can be a positive term has when it's used to mean abundant or copious or full and well-developed. But it has negative meanings too, such as has overdone and excessively flattering. Mm, like the photographs celebrate the island's fulsome biodiversity, so the beauty and the abundance on the island, the right? Copious. Yes. I love that word, copious. Copious, Beautiful abundant, word. copious or full. The island was beautiful. The, the photographs were, it showed how abundant the island was. Mm, mm. While most speeches expressed sincere appreciation for the ongoing CEO's leadership, some were dense with foursome and cringeworthy accolades. Meaning that they just went a bit... Ex yeah, excessive flattery. OTT, yeah, oh, yeah. OTT. And do you know when people are being a bit excessive when it comes to flattery, don't you? It's, it's quite uncomfortable. Yeah, flatter to deceive. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can explain. <laughs> No, sometimes you give excessive flattery to deceive your own way that you feel about a particular person. Wow. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. Flattered to deceive. Yeah. So that means that they're not really being, in, being sincere, but insincere, right? Hey, possibly. Possibly. Yeah. In that terminology that you're mm. using there, flattery to deceive, mm, mm, that you're mm. trying to big up someone when really in your heart, you're just not. That's not what you're possibly <laughs> not feeling that. Yeah. And I guess, again, in this day and age, I think social media, you know, with all the likes, you're just scrolling through and liking or whatever. Are you really taking the time out to to see the foursome of the, that person? Do you actually read the comments? Do you actually take time out to be genuine? Good question. I'm not really a social media person. I'm not I'd, saying you per se. I'm no, no, I'm just saying it's a good generally. question. No, no, I, I do agree with you. I think generally, I, I think that's a good comment. Mm. It's a fair comment, you know. I, 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 I'm not sure. Maybe the listeners can, can kind of, like, fluff it out a bit. Elaborate give us a, a bit. bit elab let's say, elaborate a bit, and give us their their thoughts about about being fulsome. Mm, fulsome. So our, our number is oh seven eight nine six one three four seven one three. That's oh seven eight nine six. 
134713. Give us a call. And if there's anything that you've heard tonight and that you want to discuss, let us know. Okay, so the, the, the county executive, this is for some in its context. The county executive isn't opposed to, in principle to bonds for housing, but thinks county leaders need to have a more fulsome discussion about trade-offs such as debt would require. So, yeah, they've got to have more of an abundant and wholesome conversation on what goes on as regards to um, principal bonds for housing. So that's it in its context. Do you understand that, Kenny? Yeah, basically, you have to, you've got to have... Um a more rounded out discussion, a fuller discussion mm, mm. about the pros and cons of this particular issue with bonds for housing. Because obviously, if you're not careful, you will acquire more debt. Mm. And therefore, it wouldn't be productive. Excellent. To continue. Okay. So, so that yeah. Was- Dan Brendel, yeah. Washington, D.C. Hopefully that journal. was that's clear for our, our, our listeners. Yeah, so the word of the day, fulsome, meaning abundant or copious, full and well-developed, or negatively, it could mean bit overdone or excessive flattery. Okay, so in going and um, talking about this, or not so much our word of the day now, but the question that we, we posed at the top of our schools should parents be let's go back to the question i've got to keep scrolling up and down here so is it right that parents can be issued fines or even imprisonment for making a clerical error when informing their child's school this is in line with some changes that are being made um this was sent in from jackie gold and this is a new bill in parliament that is is going through and it's regards in regards to Schools bill changes below outlined by a lawyer for parents of schools, children in schools. The school bill represents a frightening power grab by the Department of Education. Even former education ministers in the House of Lords have raised concerns over this bill. Okay, so it's a it's a power grab. All right. So what it's should we go through each of the points? And well, just discuss on it. I know we, yeah, with time is t- time. <laughs> of the it, essence. Well, I think we need to. I think we should pick out the ones that are really, really. First of all, pick out the ones that are more prevalent. Mm. So first Maybe of all, possibly the one on mm. all schools must become ac- academies, ending the dual system under which church schools have always operated. So, we can have church schools, uh, but now they're saying, oh schools from local authority but now all schools must become academies yeah because i think church schools are f- may possibly may be funded different yeah from as our local authorities yeah, schools, local yeah. other school local authority schools so mm. i'm assuming they want all of them under one umbrella yeah yeah and that's an academy and we know what an academy is it is right mm-hmm. and that is a money-making machine well yeah ac- academy is is to do with uh each student Mm. being financed and yeah. that finance has to be go towards whatever that child needs yeah. under the academy rules and they do get money but it doesn't always go to the fully to the child well that that's something that uh, is always going to happen mm. uh, when you have a school of a number of pupils yeah. in any school then there will be issues as to where that money will go. Okay, so it's the local um, academies uh, program gives individuals school. 
greater freedoms compared to local authority control. So being an academy gives schools the power to decide on the best curriculum for their pupils, mm -hmm. determine how much spent they spend, um, their budgets are much more. But does it benefit? Does an academy be really benefit the student? Well, when you think about it, we're not sure because if you think about what it's asking, mm. it's asking, right, they have control of the curriculum. Yeah. So they can choose what they're going to teach. Yeah. Also, they have greater control over the money and where it goes. Yeah. So that can be a powerful good, but also, depending on which way the academy goes, yeah, it, it might not be so good. Okay. So that's open to debate, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There are some academies that are doing great things. I've worked in an academy and they didn't even provide any resources for the students. And they're the students that needed the the resources the most see that's that's the flip side that's mm. the issue with some academies where the money is redirected to where they feel would best serve the academy and best serve them looking in the best possible light to attract more pupils so coming into the school money. so they can get more money however they're not dealing with it's meant to be uh student-led so focusing on the student and not how much money the school can earn. Well, focus. you should focus on the academia, isn't it? Yeah. That's the whole point of having a school, to focus on the academia. And the academia is what should generate the money. Mm. It shouldn't be individuals, because we got to think about who runs the academy. Yep. Are, are the academies being run by people who are associated with, with academia? Are they ex-teachers? Are they ex-professors? Are they people who, who are passionate about Teaching. academia? and about teaching, about giving the people the best possible start in life, or are they being run by people who are just interested in the financial yeah. side of things? Mm. So who's running the academy? That's, that's, that, that's the point, isn't it? The next one is new academies can only have state-provided <clears throat> sites, closing the future possibility that any ch new church school can be set up. In fact, the Department of Education wants to prevent any new church school from being set up. So I wonder why that is. I wonder why they don't want church schools being being um, promoted. The funny thing is, I know we were just talking about war mm -hmm. and we were just talking about America, Muhammad Ali going in mm -hmm. to these communist countries. Mm -hmm. But the more that we look at it, it also it almost feels like this country is a communist country or what's the other one that's uh, it's not a democracy where they go in and tell you what you must do and you've got to abide by the rules mm. there's a dictatorship dictatorship i can understand why they possibly don't want church schools because why? because then church schools don't have to answer they answer to the department of further education but they have some semblance of control over what they do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When it comes to the governance of the school. But you'd find a lot of church schools that <clears throat> they they their students come out better off. This is what I'm saying. They have the, because they've got some control over the governance and yeah. the academia which is taught in that school. Yeah. From what I'm seeing here. <clears throat> The Department of Education wants to go across the board. So they want to be able to control all schools. So, and that's what they're saying, that the governance can be decided by the DfE, that's the Department of Education, as a bill gives the DfE power to remove governors 
and replace them itself so they can put people in place mm. of school governors <clears throat> generally school governors are there to oversee and see that get the best out of the school whereas the dfe want to replace these people and put in other ones that maybe aren't as concerned as a school I, uh, yeah and, and some some of the school governance or governors are actually mm. parents yeah so what does that how does that relate to how parents are used mm. in the school? Because obviously parents have to play a major part, should play a major part in any school because at the end of the day, their kids are going there. Yeah. <laughs> and and then any parent wants the best for their child. And, and that includes the academic nature of that school mm. and what the funding goes towards. The parents would want to push anything that promotes education for their child. So having parents on 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 the board of governors is a is a great thing, yeah, but for course. what we're reading there, that's not they, necessi- don't, want the they don't necessarily want the parents. They don't want they want the parents to be part of the school, but the control wants to be wrestled away. So like you're saying, they could then control not only the academia, mm. but they can control the funding. And if they feel the school is not going in the way they want it to. They can then go in and replace the governors and manipulate and put yeah. people in place and go the way they feel that school, that particular school wants to go. And Joy McKay, you are so right. She, um, <sighs> she has said this. She said school will be able to manipulate the family. It's not beneficial to the children, to the board, but they don't care about the children's development. And they are and have always been rejecting the family unit. And we can see that quite clearly that they just want to go in and take out the the ones that will shelter and protect the, the youngsters and put people in that probably have no kind of regard for these youngsters that, and the and the family. No, and, and that's why a lot of that's why a lot of parents, when they have kids, they try to move to an area where they have the best schools. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because it's so important for them to try and give their child the best start in life from, from what we're seeing here you could still because it's going to be um across the board it's going to be generic it won't matter what school your your child goes yeah, to because it will be be controlled by um the department of DFA. education and it's right you say that because this bill this bill also provides that worship and re arrangements in academies can be changed or even removed by the DFE regulation. So it's like they're just trying to get the whole uh, thing of church and worship or any form of religion out of the school but and sh- they can provide what they want to put put in there. Mm, yeah, but religion has always been part of school. RE has always been part of the curriculum. But they're wanting it? to remove it. So again, it's going back to that, <coughs> that whole communist situation mm. where you have no choice. But we, we got to ask ourselves... <coughs> What, what has religion got to do with academia? Why would what? Because I can I don't understand why they want to remove it because academia still educates the child. Religion just gives them a moral compass, isn't it? Yeah. They're trying to give so them. So maybe a, they're just I, trying I, to take the morality out of the school. Then I, that's a good question. Is Aren't that what they? they're trying to remove the morality? Good question. It just gives them a compass, but academia gives them that education. So I don't understand why it can't sit by side by side. I don't mm. see the issue here. But obviously they feel that's a big issue for people that want their children to go to a church school or them to be have some form of worship inside of the school. Nope. Because although some people may be atheists and not want um, that they're fine with that, there are some people that 
of quite traditional mm-hmm. and want to send their ch- children to these kinds of schools. And uh, some of these church schools are quite high performing as well. Exactly. So, so religion hasn't got in the way no. of of it's high academic, academic achievement. Yeah. yeah. So I don't understand why they want to want to suddenly just change it mm. and remove that moral compass from all schools. I, d- I don't understand it because the academia does not suffer. Mm. It doesn't suffer. Here's one. The DfE will have the right to set the curriculum, removing any freedom of choice from school heads and governors. So again, that um, autonomy is being taken away. Well, we see some of that autonomy taken away already because when you think of some of the things that they're teaching at the moment mm. when it comes to sexuality yeah. and, and gender, mm. yeah. already we can see some of that's been eroded away. Yeah. And and all the parents have have some parents are not happy with it. It's being taught. I know well, one still... one school, for example, banned boys from wearing shorts, but then said that boys can wear skirts. Oh my! See, do you know what I mean? So there are things so they are happening. taking the morality out. So the church removed the re, removed the church. Then the whole of the morality will will go. So. Then the next thing it will be like, um, they'll be saying no hijabs, no this, no that. This is will be the next possibly, thing that they, they will possibly. be trying to implement. We, we um, know, that was just an example. That's just um, an example. Listeners. Hairstyles as well. We yeah. know some some schools don't want children wearing braids or certain hairstyles, locks. locks. They mm. don't. Want, so they, already we can see some of that happening in some schools. Yeah. Uh, because academies can can change the rules they've been given that freedom to do and this is what freedom of choice from school heads and governors so it's take again it's it's minimizing those who truly care about academia and education they're taking away the minimizing they're minimizing how much the right words to say is control but they're taking away yes there is a control of the parents so, because there are things here that says the DfE have the right to set absence policies, completely removing the right of any parent to obtain permission from the head for term time off for any reason. So what if your child's ill and has to go to hospital? So for any reason, it so, says here, they have the, the right to set absence policies, hmm. removing the right of any parent to obtain permission from the head for term time off for any reason. But this is what I'm trying to say. That, so the same, the people... That actually supporting the school, supporting the kids mm. to to promote academia, to get the best out of them children. Those people are being marginalised yeah. and and being minimised, so they don't have a voice. They don't have a say, um, because the policies yeah. don't protect them. There's, There's no, no policies protection. in place at, for them to. Uh, so they have no 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 recourse. There's no none, protection. No protection. No recourse. Not even for the parents. None. Not for the Nothing. governors. Not for the head teachers. And and even it says here about the DfE setting the salary levels for teachers, and they'll be able to ban teachers from te- not from teaching not only in schools but also online and remotely. So they're affecting, or hypothetically affecting a teacher's livelihood, and for what reason? For, for, is it for not following their, mm. the way that they want them to, to teach? You know, it's, it's, it's quite scary when we think mm. about it because we're sending our children to school every single day. Mm. And are we aware of our rights when it comes to 
teaching? Are we aware of what the, the plans are? What These are bills. This is law. Mm. A bill is different mm. from legislation. Okay, legislation could be overlooked, but law, when it becomes law, you've got to, to follow that. And that's the scary thing. What are your thoughts, uh, listeners? Let us know. 07895134713. So prayer um Joy says prayer rooms have been removed except for Muslim faith. Um it's right, it's morality. So they do want to it's discrimination really, they want to take that morality out from the school and have what a free for all it, it, it seems well, like to well, me no not free for all basically they just want more control they want to be able to control what's taught mm. um with where, where the funding goes yeah uh, what direction a school goes uh what the teachers teach um even Ofsted will be given more powers mm. um so it's all to do with directional control of where schools are going and by taking out the religious part you you the morality compass that should help the children i'm not saying it's not just i'm not saying it's just about religion mm. don't get me wrong no because uh, there's but, other things here. but there are other things that help charter children to be morally upright and try to direct themselves in the right way mm. and that's what school's for but from this bill here it will change and then that that input that parents have, governors have, supporters have, will be taken away. That's why we have to, from, I never sent the kids to school till they could talk. That's the first thing. But inculcate into our children. So when they're outside of the home, we that, that regardless of what people want our children to do, that they have that morality within them already. That if they're asked to do something, they'll be able to come home and say, well, mum, dad, um, school wanted us to do this but then they're obviously going to take away the right of the parents to have any say in what a child can do and can't do well, in the, school the parent will still have a say mm -mm. but no there was the parents will still be able to have a say yeah. but the issue is they won't have any backing yeah because the reforms would all be on on the side of the Department of Education on Ofsted. Mm. So the parent can still come forward and not agree with something and disagree with something and not be happy with something, but legally it will be harder to change it or to pursue it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because the changes could be done automatically without the consent of the parent, without the consent of governors. And that's what they're saying because they're saying parents will be under a duty to supply their local authority with any information that it demands of them under threat of fines or imprisonment, even if they fail to do so, or even if parents make a clerical error in doing so. So, so if you fill in a form and you make a mistake on that form, this is what in line with the question, mm -hmm. listeners, mm -hmm. then you can come under the threat of being fined or imprisoned for making what might be a mistake on the form. But this is what I'm trying to say. And, and therefore, again... It's all to do with taking away what protection the p parents feels they have mm. to help their child okay. in school. So everything we're talking about is stacked against mm. those who are there to support the child, the governors, the teachers, the parents. Because if, if, if they're all working together, it only, it only culminates in yeah. improving the academia 
it's not going to improve. No, I'm saying if they, when when they when all of them are working together, <clears throat> I'm saying with the parents. I'm just saying at the moment when the parents and the schools are working yeah. together, we see it's it, the changes and how it helps the child and promotes academia yeah. and helps the child make progress and it, and it, and it and it fosters and engenders a good spirit in the yeah. school. Yeah, this bill is taking all that away. It's just pulling the rug from underneath all that. Mm. that's what he's doing there's so much beautiful people I, I will <sighs> encourage you to go and look at this bill I'm going to um, paste it into the chat box so you can have a look at yourself share share with other parents share with anyone that you know has children that could be affected by this because there's quite a, a whole set but even in this um, bill here it's the school's bill policy statements there are one, two, three, four. Sorry, let me count those again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. There's about fifteen different bills that uh, have gone through, and we need to have a look at them. When did seriously. these bills come into force? Sorry, are they? Have they got a date when they, um, they're going to be introduced? Yeah, because I I saw that one. Let me just go in and and tell you. So it's going through now. It's just at the report stage at the moment, okay? So mm. it's um, in the House of Lords, okay? And then it goes to the House of Commons. Then it will go to the House of Commons and then the final stages. So again, if we're not happy with it, I don't know if we can bring out, um, you know, they have all these petitions and stuff that can stop yeah, these things. If you get, if you, we can do a petition, but it has to get to a certain number. Level, yeah, it's about 10,000, yeah, I think. Yeah, be, before it can be... Before it's taken seriously. Yeah, basically. so the bill of passage, it's at the report stage at the moment, right. but I've posted something there in the chat box for you to share. Share far and wide and let people know what is going on. Because sometimes, again, like we, we're, we're there complaining about uh, the price of, of gas, the price of this and that, and that's really important. It is important, but there are even more <laughs> other pressing matters that need to be addressed because... You know, if we if we don't, then we, uh, we uh, our youngsters going to suffer. Yeah, especially if you've got kids of school age. Yeah, it's so important for you to understand how this bill will affect them, because if it affects them, it'll affect you as a parent. Oh, yeah. As well. So keep that in mind and share share and share alike, beautiful people, because a problem shared is a problem halved. And are they problems? Well, no, but they can become problems. So we and we don't want that to happen and that's right joy mckay it's all aimed at family breakdown the united um unit emancipation time and the only way we can get emancipation is if we spread the word and we let others know and we do something about it because there's no point in just kind of sitting down and just waiting to see where the wind blows really mm. is it well bob marley wrote um, emancipate yourself from mental slavery. Only mm. ourselves yes. can free our mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. So beautiful people, we'll see, see y'all in five. Baby, don't fight it.
chat. Chrissy, how you doing, Chrissy? And how you doing, Laro? You can catch Laro tonight from 8 till 10. That was the sound of the four tops there. And was that the way that nature planned it? I'm sure it wasn't because, like we said earlier, that it's we should have a fulsome life, a life of abundance, a life of happiness, because nature planned it that there's enough for everybody. But the way that this world is, it just, it's all fragmented. It's fragmented, but we can make the change. We can make the change, right, KJB? Yeah, of course we can. We can. Each individual has the opportunity to make changes mm. if they wish to do so. Absolutely. So going into our what would you do section. So what would you do, DJ KDJB, if you woke up in the morning and found out you were six years old again? Wow, so that's, I really, I'm trying to remember when I was six. <laughs> cool, I know, it's crazy, isn't it? I kind of remember. Do you remember? I do remember like snippets oh, and bits man. of it. I remember, I remember like, because I think there was a time we were homeless and we was in Finsbury Park. You know the hotels? In mm. Finsbury, that's where we were placed. Were you six then? I think I was five or six. Really? Yeah, I think wow. that's my age. And I used to, um, 
Um, I used to go down for breakfast and I used to like, like, you used to get them little boxes. Yeah. And I used to have cereal. Okay. I used okay. to love cereal. They used to, they, I used to swap my, my fried breakfast for cereal. I used, to, I used to love cereal. I just like write like um, Cocoa Pops. But it's saying if you were six now. That's what I'm trying to say. When I was six, that's what I was thinking about. Breakfast. Breakfast. And someone said that in the comments breakfast. actually. When you're six, you're thinking about food. That's not what Lorraine Rogers said. And cartoons. Said. That's what Lorraine Rogers said. She mm. said she would eat a bowl of sugar puffs. However, um, let me find here. Um, what's his, his name? Ricky Washington said, well, I would do... Things a whole lot differently. Should I have retained a conscious awareness from previously? So, if we were six with our consciousness that we have now, we'd be billionaires. But would we? Of course. How? Tell be- me how. Because A, you'd invest more. Mm. B, you wouldn't leave your money in the bank. Right. No, I, I mean, do you know what I mean? You'd invest your money more. Okay. In that sense, you'd leave money. Yeah. I'm just saying, you wouldn't be broke, leave all your, take all your money out. But I'm just saying, you'd invest more. Um, you you'd might, live life differently, you, wouldn't you? You, you yeah. would. You'd maybe travel more. You'd get, you'd maybe educate yourself more. Depending mm. on the life you've got now. I'm just yeah. thinking the life you've got now, there's certain things that you would magnify more. But then that means you may be a different person. To the person that we are now and isn't the person that we are now you just be a better, better self better version of ourselves just be a better version of yourself mm, i'm not too sure what about you listeners what would you do if you were six you woke up in the morning and found out you were six again with your consciousness that as is now what what would you be doing all right, we're going to read out some of the comments here. Malcolm Price says, My mates and I had our own version of Knockdown Ginger. Usually six of us would go out with reels of cotton and tie the ends to three knockers, the door ones. <laughs> Malcolm. Each side of the road, then tie them together in the middle of the road, hide where we could see when a van came and set them off. The puzzlement of the residents' faces had us in stitches our mums were not happy about our missing cotton reels though uh so um malcolm seems to have had a very fun and we all played knockdown ginger didn't we yeah i used to love i used to play <laughs> i remember playing in i used to play like in burnt out cars not oh, no no i mean old cars i'm not saying burnt, I mm. old you know derelict cars yeah that were dumped we used to play in them I used to get a magnet, like a little bit of glass and... I think you'd be doing the, the ants, same thing when you were six. You'd be doing the same with thing the ants, again about with investing. The, with the ants. And we used to watch the ants burn. I oh know, dear, it's terrible. That's cruel. I know, I know. Oh I my know, goodness. I know. But you're six. You don't know anybody. You're six. <laughs> okay, Kendra says, I'd be very disappointed. I've worked so hard on me at this point. I just want to age gracefully and reap the benefits of my hard work. And that's so beautiful, isn't it? So mm. she wouldn't want to go back and be six again. As I'm sure none of us would in that I sense. I don't mind. I'd go back. Tony asks, have I got the knowledge of the last 45 years? And again, we said if we, we woke up and we had the same consciousness, maybe we'd make some decisions different, wouldn't we? Um, mm. But as for waking up and being six again, it would be... Unless we wake up six again in the same environment. I have no idea. It's just a question. What would you do? What would you do? And they are a bit mad. Nana says it's, it is automatically not possible. And Marley Morris says he would play Knockdown Ginger as well. There's another one. Mm. And Claire says she'd make a huge investment in face masks and toilet roll. 
Well, we we learned from pandemic that that wasn't really necessary anyway. But people made money. They well, that's true. Unless unless it would be for an investment, like you just see, said. I told you, I told you. Yeah, here oh. you go. And sis, sister Fee Bowman says, "Whoa, um, hit the gym and look sexy again." Oh dear. And Malcolm says, "If the, if I had the knowledge that I had now, I would be frustrated at the thought of that puberty." And all that goes with it was maybe 10 years away. And that's it. We're going to go back to go forward again. So that's yeah, the point, isn't it? Yeah, but we'd have fun doing it. Yeah, I that's guess we would. we'd have fun doing it. I guess Because remember, would. if we've got the same consciousness, we could still be kids. But mm. when we get to a certain age, we'll know how to um, make that consciousness work better for us. And we just, again, we'll be the same person, but we'll just be better versions. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But it would be nice if we could go back and the world would be a bit... We we could all make a contribute to being making the world a better place by us being better people, and I say that all the time. Mm, mm. You know, I, t- I totally agree with that. Does that category fall onto everybody? If mm. it can, if it wants to, because remember, we have free will. Yeah. We have free choice. Yeah. We we have we can, we can if we want to, but again, it depends on you. It's 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 all you. Mm. All you. Some beautiful people. We want to say thank you so much for tuning in tonight. And um, yeah, I'm glad that we were able to get online because my laptop seems to have packed up on me. Um, so thankfully, there was another way around it and we got online. Um, just another high five to George uh, Flavours. Like, so we can catch George on a Saturday from 10 till 12, as well as on a Sunday from 2 till 4. And George is the captain of this vessel. He's the, he's the governor, as DJ Laro says, and doing such an awesome job. Don't forget, guys, that we do have a boat party coming up on the 16th of July. Get your tickets in as they are moving very, very fast. And it would be great to come down and meet the DJs. Come down and enjoy an evening with us down on the trees of Joanne. Um, check the website, check our Facebook page for more information. I have posted as well in the chat box. So come and join us in the chat room. I have posted into the chat box the the link. And um, yeah, come, come along and join us and enjoy the evening with us down there. So KGB, find a quote there, if you can find a quote in the book for us. Because I just want to give a shout out as well to let me just find the okay to unity fm global uk and unity fm st lucia 90.5 and we're partnering partnering with them doing amazing things big up everyone on the station like we say you can catch dj charlie muir from seven till nine as well as dj uh, or darnell the therapist from nine to eleven on wednesday evening check the schedule to find out who's playing on any given time and um you won't be disappointed as we have some great djs here on allflavorsradio.com you find something yes okay well hopefully this makes sense okay let's read this. i was thinking of this 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 is this is a quote from david lynch yeah who's a u.s film filmmaker mm. he's made loads of films including blue velvet wild at heart um, Twin Peaks, which was a massive yeah, show on, on TV, 
And his quote said, when you sleep, you don't control your dream. Mm. I like to drive into dreams. I like to drive into a dream world that I've made, a world I chose and that I have complete control over. Mm, that's true. And it's so funny because I was listening to, and um, that's a great quote because it's in line with something that Sadhguru said. He said there was this woman and she was having this dream and she dreamed of this beautiful man and he was coming up closer and closer to her and she started, her heart started pounding and she got scared and she goes, oh my gosh, what are you going to do to me? He says, well, I don't know, it's your dream. So our dreams are our dreams, aren't they? Just like mm. you said, he's a guy of Twin Peaks so you can yeah. see what goes on inside of his head, mm, mm, you mm. know, and it, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Our yeah. dreams are our dreams. Our dreams. That's, and, and that's in life, isn't it? Mm. Our dreams are our dreams. Uh, and it's up to us where our dreams take us. Yeah. We're, we're captain of, the, of controlling the dream. We're captains of our own vessel. Yeah. So if you've got a dream, don't let it remain a dream. Yeah, it can become, it can come some, become something tangible, it, it can can't it? It can become something tangible. But it's going to take action on our part. Lots of action needed. Lots of action. Hopefully so, that was, was that okay? That yeah. was fantastic. Brilliant. That Brilliant. was fantastic. So Thank you, listeners. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And I guess all we have left to say tonight, here on the 22nd... Oh, no, it's not the 22nd, the 28th. No, it's, it's, it's now the 20th. Yes, the 28th. Of June 2022. I guess all we have left to say on yours. We will see y'all... On the, the other, other side. side. Take care, Take care. Good night. Thank you.
he might. 